0: Hi everyone. Hello, how are you all doing? You're listening to Young Folk. I'm Kim. I'm Vali, <laughs> As always. As always. And up. tonight we are here with two of the members from Red Hearted Vibrations. Just two. Just two. Hi there. <laughs> We're
1: hello. getting special. Yes.
0: Say hello to everyone.
2: <laughs> hello.
0: <laughs> Introduce yourselves. Hello. Who are you? Who
2: are you? I am Craig, the guitarist. I'm oh. Stephen on drums.
0: We have met Craig before.
1: Well, I uh, met a little few moons ago, back <laughs> at the start <laughs> of the year. I was. Feels like yesterday. Mm hmm. He's <laughs> 10 years since. So have
0: <laughs> What's happened in the last few months, Craig? Oh,
1: oh combination of work and too much sun. Too uh, much sun? Yeah. Come
0: on. It's been, well, it's been, it's been not
1: too bad here, but I've been, I've been in Spain and Tough all that. Life. Oh. Tough life.
0: Aged you 10 years being away in Spain, Mm. did
1: it? Too much sun. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, So, how long have you guys been around as a band? It's not been super long, as far as we know of you. We
2: officially released the band in April, May of this year. But a year before that, me and Craig were in the studio writing, practicing, rehearsing... Kept doing our stuff and then we brought in Craig's brother Graham on bass Mm -hmm. in November Mm -hmm. and then my sister on vocals in about January, February time. Okay. And then about March, April, May area, I can't even remember. (laughs) 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 We officially released the band. We thought it's ready to go. So
0: there's four of you all together? Yes. a so multi- it's a it kind of semi-family band. Like it is a semi-family band. band. A
2: multi-sibling band. It's <laughs> a semi family band multi sibling
1: band its 2 Aww. siblings and we've all known each other since we're wee babas. Mm-hmm. So we went
2: to playgroup and everything together, didn't we?
1: We did. There's actually photos that my mum's got and she's. She, it's really funny. We, we, our first gig was at King Tut's and uh, my mum was in the, in the crowd and she <laughs> ran over to Stephen's mum and she was greeting and my, and my, my, all we could hear at the end of it, my mum was saying, oh... I had to run over to Stephen's mum and go, that's Warwains, that's Warwains. <laughs> but we've known each other since they uh, little boys. And my mum dug out all the photos and it's like, before we could probably even walk around and run around, there's pictures of us in our little 90s outfits, uh, crawling mm-hmm. about doing like duck duck, goose. <laughs> that's so but cute. no, so it, it, we've got, it's my younger brother, Graham's in the base, and Laura's Stephen's younger sister. But we've all, we, we used to do everything together, so we went to the same after school g- clubs and. We were in the scouts together and cubs and <laughs> <laughs> all sorts. music when you were younger? Like, you know, when you make music and it's like someone it on a It's actually a, a fantastic story of how we all started performing. Yeah, procedure. that
2: was strange. So there was one day, <laughs> Craig's was in a band, and they were in the studio, and they needed a drummer. Okay. So we were, we were walking to school, as we did every morning, and it was Craig and Andrew that said to me, and I went, yeah, I can play drums. Let's go for it. Nice wee secret fact. I didn't. i have never touched a drum in my life. I just said yes because I wanted to do something. So that Wednesday, I'm sure it was a Wednesday we rehearsed then, we went into the studio and I sat down behind the drum kit with cymbals that I'd borrowed from inside the studio, a snare I'd borrowed from inside the studio, because I didn't have anything. And we sat down, and I just looked at them, and I went, "I've got a confession to <laughs> make." So you didn't I do don't. Before you no, no. I just went, "I don't know how to do this." <laughs> and to,
1: to be fair, though, as well, like, um, although that this probably slagging was quite tough that night. <laughs> uh, oh, <yeah. laughs> it was. It was all kind of forged by um, one of our teachers that we liked. He used to do like, a guitar club, mm-hmm. and we all used to go around and do that after school. We were all pals anyway. And I think it's probably just a case of you waiting to be part of it, mm-hmm. and you turned around, But tell you what, it didn't take you long after that, really, no. to pick up, really. And we uh, we put together. It seems really really short, but we we did that, and like the I've, I always remember it being really cold, so it must have been like Christmas timeish. Yeah. And about three months after that, we did this really 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 cheap demo. Mm-hmm. That one of our well, one of our friends said, is that the seven
2: track one?
1: The seven, uh, Oh, oh." And at the time, I remember thinking it was the best thing since sliced bread, like the, the, the five of us at <laughs> yeah. the time, because we used to always just jam and you used to have your kit set up in your, your mm. loft room and we still come round. It was, oh, it was fantastic. So <laughs> when you're 14 and you're just, you are listen to the same sort of music and you're just making noise together, it was great. I remember thinking it was at the time we'd done that. I couldn't sleep for thinking I was going to get this seven track thing we had done in like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> and we were so proud of it. And from then after that, even when we waited a year from this monstrosity CD, <laughs> but I need to dig out at some point. It'll be funny to hear. Love. Oh hear. no, you you defer everyone, <laughs> but you hear the difference of how a year meant meant, and then we did a proper recording, and you came on so
2: much in the space of a year. Yeah, it was. It was. I, f- I felt like, all right, here comes the pressure. I need to learn how to play drums. So, <laughs> and, you, and, <clears> and, and and music in school i decided right i suppose i better take drums as my first instrument we'll see how that goes mm. and my teacher at the time said the first time i sat down she went like ah, have you ever played drums before i went well in the studio last week but before that no <laughs> <laughs> and she went because not many people have like natural rhythm or natural time keeping mm. yeah. but she goes like, "Ah, you've got potential and I was what, like, I Good. That's 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 a wee bit of confidence. <laughs> yeah. And then, for then on, it was I got my own teacher within the school, that that came from different schools. I think he was a Western Bartonshire drum teacher, mm-hmm. and he, Mister Dodgson, Phil Dodgson, what, what a guy. I, I, I always remember him because it's one of the fills that actually used in one of the songs is the one that he taught me. <laughs> and. With his English accent, it was always, Billy <laughs> Billy and Sally had biscuits and apple pie. If, <laughs> honestly, I'll always remember that till the day I die, him saying that. And it's part of a film. And, and uh, it was always uh, like Stephen Gills, and Billy Bunter. Uh, Billy Bunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. So that's, oh, yeah. that's the start to... Uh, girl who done no wrong. Aye. Da, 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 da. Okay. Billy. Billy Bunter. You listen to that. You can't. You can't hear that now. Cause that <laughs> I
1: remember mean, you doing that. I didn't want really to say too much. <laughs> so that's. Uh,
0: so was it mainly kind of not self-taught, but par- ma- partly self-taught, partly self from taught, some yeah. teachers. Yeah.
1: It was all just like we're we giving you a slagging, but at the same time, I couldn't play more than like two or three songs I remember thinking I knew a Guns N' Roses song and I knew a Nirvana song yeah. and I remember thinking it was like the best thing in the world so we were <laughs>
2: he knew how to play Sweet Child of Mine and that we riff at the start so Aye. I was like well yeah. he's a guitar mm, god so, but
1: you know but you listen back to it but we're just five guys that, you know uh, we're just we're all pals all through our school and we just mm. thought it was it was great that you know we used to always hang outside after school and used to get uh, one of our friends Ian the other guitarist at the time he's yeah. the only person that had proper good internet. So we used to go up and like watch YouTube and it was first out. And even before that, it was like Funny Junk. Don't know if you ever remember that website. Yeah. yeah. Remember that? Yeah, so we know. used to, you could actually watch a full video on his like, computer. So, <laughs> but, <he> has,
2: <laughs> but in I'm the
1: background from all that though, his dad was very musical. So he was the one that had all the really good guitars and oh, stuff. Mm. He had all that. So it was really always good around good us. Good. Yeah. But at the same time as well, Andy, our singing at the time as well, he had never picked up an instrument much long before that. Never mind singing. He, t- he self-taught himself. It was all just the five of us and every week. Were try to f- we started doing covers and then eventually I think it was Andy at the time he was very brave he actually wrote a song and you know that way when mm-hmm. you write a an idea a song uh, but here at the same time that was one of their, that was 15 years nearly 15 years ago and at that point you're just like you have you actually written your own song it's like the same yeah. three chords the whole way through yeah, it's like oh matter. it was yeah, a lot of people have made a lot of
2: money in yeah.
1: oh well, well I know look, but... look
2: at that axle of, Axis of Awesome that the, yeah, the, the, the yeah. four chord song yeah. and there's so many songs oh. in that that have that are massive songs and you go, really? They only use four chords? I yeah. Yeah, And yeah. we're sitting trying to fi- figure out a 20-chord song. <laughs> it was just the
1: best. And, you know, when you're in high school and you walk down the corridors the next day and you're the only person in you, your year, the only f- like group in your year to play in a band and everyone's like that. Either you get slagged or you kind of got like, oh, that was pretty cool. Mm. And it was good fun, you know. And. Yeah. <laughs> cool? You know
0: how good you are. If you're in a band at school, you're <laughs> Yeah. Purely. Well. We had a guy so. in our school. Right. Flute. Was like, that's cool. And then we had Battle of the Bands one year at our school. Mm-hmm. And he came on, and we're like, oh, what's he going to do? And he was singing. Oh, that's strange. And he came out proper screamo metal. Ooh. Like, <laughs> bro- I was like, everyone was just blown away. like, <laughs> What is going on? And then he was the coolest guy ever.
2: Brilliant. Wow. Metal.
0: Some people come out with the funniest Imagine things. You <laughs> play the flute and lead a metal band. Yeah. That's an impressive combo. <laughs>
2: Well, you play the cello, don't you? I play well, the cello, yeah. How uh, do you still play? Or?
1: N- not nearly as much as I'd like to, to be honest. That's the uh, that's how I started. I, I was a bit like that. I used to. You guys used to come to the orchestras. Yeah, Used to see me at the back. At the back, it was cool. And used to do that. <laughs> not quite skin metal, but you know we were pretending we were like the Slash and all sorts. You know, yeah. we, yeah. we were guitar gods. And well, after the, you know, the we, orchestras, we did
2: write a song that was really thrashy. The last goodbye. Oh, I. It was I just to finish our sets with it, and it was my wrists were killing me at the end of it because <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of the craziest drum beats I ever wrote. And after every gig, I thought to myself, Why did I do that? Have Why it- did I torture myself with that drum beat every f-
1: it was one of those, it was one of those songs that we had that you know that way when you watch nirvana when you always used to trash up the stage it was mm-hmm. like as close to that without breaking damaging our instruments as we could <laughs> yeah. do mm. don't but, have enough
0: money to spend them let's uh, just pretend
1: <laughs> if you listen to the stuff we've done back then to now it's just night it's like teenagers into kind of adults it was all the kind of the grunge make as much noise as you could mm. and you know annoy as many of your neighbors as you possibly could imagine in that as well but it was yeah. Yeah. that was fun
2: a good, thing. <laughs>
0: So, why did it take you up until now, basically, to kind of get together as a band if you'd been playing together for a while?
2: Well, we were in our first band, Melifluous, for eight years together. Okay. So... What
0: kind of music was that?
2: That was... That was... <laughs> mm, kind of grungy, grungy. Okay. Or okay. Or okay. Well, like a placebo. Okay. was like alternative rock. Alternative <laughs> placebo meets twin atlantic sort of stuff okay. but you, s- you sort of notice from the start to the end it gets more melodic and a lot more structure and a lot less mm-hmm. like forced and mm-hmm. like distortion yeah. mm-hmm. so
0: naturally progress towards more of what you're playing now than yeah. I well guess.
1: yeah we, we did that and um I was When I met you guys as well, I told you I did my wee acoustic stuff. I was writing kind of acoustic mm. for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you
2: and one of our pals, Willie, you teamed up and you did that. Yeah, kayling. I was doing kayling 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 stuff country. for a while. It was actually a company me and my friend worked for at the time. And one summer, he actually had us going down to London every weekend. So we were driving down to London and back up and down to London and back up. I think it was about five weeks straight. So it was like the whole of July. Every Saturday we were... I think we were down in Twickenham one week, we were in Whitechapel the next, just for a pub gig. Yeah. But they were paying us the fee plus petrol, so you're like, well, okay, let's do it. Yeah. And <laughs> As a result of
1: that, it became and came that way, and just between that and working out as well, we were seeing each other at birthdays and Christmases, mm, okay. and it got to the way, you know, that was generally when we always caught up. And then, of course, it kinda, what for me anyway was quite sad is that we were all meeting folks, so you met Christine yeah. and all that as well. And it was only after like six months of you going out and meet you at Christmas time and say, oh, I better read this as my girlfriend. Mm. And I, I remember feeling like, God, this is a shame. This is you know, it's my pals. I don't see enough of them.
2: And then it was Stephen. I remember you put a you've put out something just to say, do you I, want to get a jam? I literally put out a post saying, I'm ready to get back in the studio and play again because I miss it. Because uh. when mm. I was doing the Kaylee stuff, all right, it was good, but where we drum and a hi hat, that's all I was using.
3: Yeah.
2: And I just missed the full kit, of using just using different rhythms, using mm-hmm. different sounds, and the snare and the hi hat just wasn't enough anymore. <laughs> Aye.
0: You need a, a more full-bodied sound.
2: Yeah. To be able to and that was the <laughs> same in me as well. I was doing. I was with a guy
1: who's a fantastic guy for any you know solo acoustic. Artist. This guy's Mick Hargan. He's one of the hardest working musicians in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he okay. was getting me doing two, three, sometimes four gigs a week mm-hmm. at different pubs in Glasgow too. But I just was getting that way where I was like, I'm, I'm in, It's all right. I enjoy it, and I do like going back to it and dabbing my my, my feet in it. But I was missing that, and then I, I, I thought it's so it always a combination of get like, hang out with my pal and make music again, mm-hmm. and that was a, a no brainer. So I saw that and I was like. Super like that. <laughs> Straight in. Hi, Steven. Like, where are me? And
0: so, do you do any of the solo stuff that you had been doing before? Is that, you kind of nah, put that to the side
1: nah, now? No, that's completely it's separate. Completely mm. separate. So, uh, we didn't, you don't want to be that person that comes in and makes a, a, a solo idea. So, yeah. that was a, yeah. That was one of the big draws we had. And Steven and I really sat down and we didn't want to do anything too similar to what we'd done in the past. Because we'd mm. done, we'd, we'd, we'd delved in, we've been in a few other bands, but. We could have very easily went back and tried and worked on some of the songs we used to do, but we thought no. And I remember we were out... Just go with new stuff. Just brand new ideas. And we stripped it right back to the Mm -hmm. basics. And we were jamming away to this one song for about two or three studio sessions all night. Uh, And that's one of the songs we've got on on the sets for you tonight Mm -hmm. as well, uh, Storms. And as a result, it grew from there. And it's a... It's really your baby, actually. You know that a lot of folk don't give a drummers credit for all the songs, right? So
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> we we brought out we bring out little ideas, but I tell you what, Stephen's been the, the man behind all the sort of key changes and timings and all that as well. Yeah. And it's been great. It's just been a, a totally more chilled out way of doing it. And as I said, and a sort of a nice note, it keeps us all once a, once a, at least a fo- once a fortnight, the very most, we're catching up in the studio and we're having a laugh. Mm. And it's so there's no because we're all f- brothers and sisters and friends. It's just laugh. It's, you just go down you have a laugh. There's no pressure to... Is it going to be like ABBA, though? We
0: all have a massive fight. No. Nah, anyone I, f- I would hope not. <laughs> I hope
2: not. But f- if it's going to be like ABBA, I'll take the signing. <laughs> 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 I'll take the signing and then take the break-up happily. Right. If it comes with the money. Aye. For the rest of
1: your but, No, it's, it's been a lot more fun and it's been a lot more relaxing. I think, see, because we've done it so... We didn't. We were the idea of trying to get, and it's what I think. What the biggest downfalls was, and Stephen was quite strict in it with me, because I like to see well, if you got a few ideas, do you put a Facebook out and you do a gig, and do you just try and get folk to hear it, and mm. and we're like Stephen was kind of like, right, no, let's hang fire, let's just work on getting ideas done and that as well, and I think having that discipline, whereas normally if it's just myself and it's just I've got a new song, I'll go right, oh well, I'm doing a gig and by the way here's a song to go with it. Mm. Whereas this time it was like no, and I was glad to sort of have that way we did it. So when, as Stephen said, when we announced the band, it was like from May or April whenever it was this year. Here we are. We kept it quite hush hush. Here's
2: and we had a new song. It's been was, a breath of fresh year, actually. It's been and we so had much the fun. the gig set up as well. So when we came out, we said, "Here's our song. If you like it, come to this gig." <laughs> and it okay. was our first gig was headlining King Tut's, mm. which is. A pretty good first yeah. it was pretty gig mental, to get. Yeah. It
0: was it was, it was, it was, was that just something that came about as kind of a coincidence or were you hoping so, to have that planned in for
1: a while? Well what we have done, we thought there's no harm in doing it, was we used to do it if a old band, whenever you got a song you would send out to reviewers like bloggers or mm-hmm. you send out to DJs and we would send out this song Circles which I, I still can't believe we recorded it, Like it's one of those songs <laughs> I heard it I listen. I came on. I've got my, my my phone, and I came on just today. I was saying to the guys, and it, I just went. Oh, I can't believe we actually wrote that song, mm. and we sent it out. And in the space of us sending it out, we got given Jim Gil, say so he was playing our song on his show. Mm-hmm. DF concerts turned around and gave us a King Tut slot, mm. and there was a few other shows at radio stations like Cam Glen Radio, and a few other decent. You know, Bonnie like yeah. Ronnie McGee's quite a. He's quite a good DJ as well. He's really good as all these folk in the space of for three or four days we'd had no presence online (laughs) (laughs) and we got a king Tut's gig we're getting played on you know by jim galatly who's always been you know really supportive of like upcoming bands and stuff as well and it was just mental so that was (laughs) it all kind of came in freeze for us that day yeah wow Um, okay well how about have we listen to
0: this yeah also famous song (laughs) um let's play well you've sent through a couple of songs um are there any that you would like to start us off with
2: Hmm. If we're going to start off, do you think Storms, the I life storms. recording a storm? Since it's mm-hmm. it is our set opener. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So and why song not keep wrote? it the first? Yes. And it was the first song we wrote.
0: And where was this recorded this recording that
2: you have now? We recorded this was it, it broadcast? And it was it broadcast supporting our good friends Doug Jagger? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who supported mm-hmm. us two days before in the Waterside Inn and back. So it's oh, all so <laughs> keeping, it, keeping it close. Yeah, uh yeah. Big swap
1: <laughs> so yeah that's from broadcast so it was a good night so it's hopefully it captures that in the in the song
0: yeah, yeah. Right. right so here is storms enjoy everyone Your songwriting process and how sometimes it is like collaborative it comes from different places—is yeah. that generally how it works when you write a song? Is it just you know someone might like, come up with the something small and then bring it to the rest of the band? Or
1: yes, it's very much been like that. So the, f- the first few times they came out, it was always like, "What have you got?" and then we would put a wee rough idea there. But what you tend to find, and it's amazing, you'd be amazing. A lot of most bands, but certainly for for us, I take it out and I look at Stephen and Graham. Because they're the, the rhythm and Graham does yeah. the bass and, and it's quite a nerve-wracking thing because you say, what do you think? And you bring an initial idea and an initial idea that you have will change so much mm. from when you guys hear it in a gig or a, 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 a recording. recording. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what generally happens is that we, we don't really sort of put pen to paper for lyrics until we think the music's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, this one wee idea, this one little riff you have, by then you put Drums across it, mm. then shapes the bass, and the next thing you know, you then go into a chorus. And the thing with Stephen, I've always felt was something that I've never had of anyone else. Mm. I know what he's going to do, and he knows what I'm going to do, <laughs> without even looking at each other. So I can tell what he's going to do like a fill, but he'll know that I'm going to do mm. a chorus or go into a, a solo or something like that. And just like that, you just it's amazing now with your smartphones and stuff as well. You can now record all your ideas. Yeah. yeah. And you send it and you come back, but that's kind of how it goes down a lot of folk think it's a a songwriter or a guitarist will bring an idea out but out of that process probably that initial idea only comes to about 25 percent of the whole song Mm. yeah
0: i was really interested earlier when you said that drummers don't get enough credit for what they do in the studio it's totally true because a band i was in eh, not that long ago the the drummer was the guy who had all the knowledge all the music technique and he was just a bit of a genius you know you'd do something you'd be like, oh, that sounds good but try
1: it up a third or something mm. and you do that and you'd be like oh my god how, how did you even think that like and i think it's totally true well, it's funny you uh, say that actually isn't <laughs> it <laughs> <don't know>. yeah <laughs> so there's a we as a I'll, before steven tells it it was funny we were and it's amazing how differently one of our songs the, the same one circles We uh, could have sounded so before that Beast to the East we supposed to come in, we'd been down in the studio, and our song was all good to go for what we thought was good. But then the Beast of the East came, and it cancelled our recording slot. And we're kind of gutted and that as well, we had to wait two months until we could get back out. Mm-hmm. But then, this man here came out with probably the most genius songwriting idea I have ever come across. Key with- with change. Key
2: change. Put a key change at the end, and when we done it in the studio, all right, drums don't change key. So that was quite uh. easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> Craig was good with it. Graham was good with it. And I was like, Laura, key change. She's got to go up into this key. Oh, and she nailed it first time. Oh, really? Wow. And then she does it every time live. Oh, amazing. So you're like, is it, it works. Or high? It's, does it go up? Where does it go up? It goes, so if you're a penis, it goes up a third.
1: What's so it goes up. Eye? Eye. The best way to describe it is, it's the classic X-Factor change, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, you know how it goes up. It goes from like minor to major. Aye, it's like that. So it goes from kind of, kind of like, oh, quite mellow to quite hi- happy. Like, oh, that's a ha- nice little. You? So it goes up but for, for ages. And again, we're sitting there and I remember thinking that was quite a ballsy thing to say, you know, a song, like especially playing it live. And I'm going, all oh, right, no, St- Stephen said in that in our chat. And we're like, right, I'm going, let's try this. Like, And we were trying to, you know, we were working up every fret, mm-hmm. trying to nail us and we got it. And it was just perfect. And had it been that we hadn't had a chance to uh, stall the recording because of the storm yeah. we might not have got that down yeah. and that was that was like two nights before I we meant to record it yeah <laughs> so it was like literally up to the final button the song was changing every week but to be fair th- this was saying when you bring a song to the table my little idea was the first little introduction that you hear it was all of Laura Stephen and Graham with their inputs try to say how can we change it and it was changing so much every time we were coming out to studio.
2: Yeah, because I felt like it never really changed to a different song. It just got longer. So oh, everybody's yeah. idea came in, and it wasn't like, well, we'll take that idea out and put this one in. It just became longer, and the song's, what, six minutes? Yes. Six minutes long? It's, it's a Bohemian Rhapsody. So it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a good ballad song. I like it a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's a very good one. And it's, yeah. Craig's got the... The Gibson J forty five, they use acoustic. and a lovely acoustic, and that just plays underlying the whole song. Yeah. Even while Craig's doing the solo on his electric guitar, he's still got the chords playing underneath on the, once? the acoustic. So it's, yeah that that's <laughs> that's that's <laughs> fun that to happens. try and do like. <laughs> but I think we were talking about getting a stand for the guitar that sits up here so that he's got the electric on but he can, can play the acoustic it. and then move really? to the electric. I've seen a few bands oh. do it. but Iron Maiden do it for Dance of Death and the Thunder, the band, a band that I got to see quite a lot live, uh, do it as well with a song called Love Walked In, which is their biggest song. And uh, not a lot of people would recognise the name, but you hear the song and you go, you oh, I've heard it. Cause that was it was I was a big song in the eighties. That song.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you ever get to a point though, if you if you're more in the habit of editing things as they go, and editing songs and always like changing your ideas, does it get to a point where you kind of have to say, okay, this one's done now. <laughs> this has to this has to at least for now you know be pushed
1: aside like, so we can focus on it It's funny you say that because some songs you'll do once and you like it. So there's one called Thorns we do, mm-hmm. and apart from maybe just the structure the melodies stay the same and it's quite, Mm -hmm. it gets tighter, we work on all that but as Stephen said, there's certain songs, there's just things that maybe feel like it's flowing but if it's going to go four, five, six minutes, you've got to just keep going on it to make it interesting. Mm -hmm. Some songs have done that and some that we have spent a lot of time working on and then not even just that but Storm's there, we then think how do you bring into that? So normally we've got like a nice stage intro and all that stuff for it as well for the live shows which is different but some songs we've done are just quite easy. They've been easy to write. Uh, they're just they've came in maybe in like one or two sessions, mm-hmm. and they've not changed overly that much.
2: No, not really. Okay. So it depends
1: who you're yeah. But I think sometimes you've got to be able to put your finger down and say no, that enough's enough. Yeah. You're not going to have like a sixteen-piece choir and that in yeah. the stuff
2: like that. You know? Would be, would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> would be amazing. Just that sound in the background. Day, wow. Just oh. <laughs> Ever since I seen Buffy at the SECC with for we a quartet, oh, string quartet behind yeah. him, and it just it sounded amazing. Stuff like mountains and that they were playing, and it just it was unreal. Just with a couple of violins, a cello, and a a viola or whatever it was, mm-hmm. it just made really, such a cello. difference. Yeah, we've got a cello. The cello. I mean. <laughs> you, you got still a cello? have that. I do. Do you? Yes. Mm, we have could you use that for that that a song.
1: We've done it in the past, but not re- not recently. We need to we
2: can maybe look at that. What song did we do it for when we were in Monopolis? Oh, was it? I miss you. I miss you. I was right. Mm-hmm. We did that.
1: It was like our Wonderwall. It was quite an, yeah. it was quite a pretty song. Uh, it did sound. I actually probably did sound quite a lot like Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> we had cello. <laughs> uh, maybe it's like maybe two two frets up. Yeah. But no, we did we did the cello. But I would like to do it again if we've got a chance to do it. It'd be mm-hmm. cool.
0: What two genres would you choose? Ooh.
1: Or what two
2: songs? Not necessarily ones that you know, but if you were like, oh, I've always wanted to make this genre. You see, you're good at this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, synth, 80s synth, mixed with like a really hard rock sound. Okay. So you've got the drums and the bass just hitting out with like, a solid beat. Mm-hmm. Just the d- the bass drum just being... Just hitting you in the heart. Aye. I love that when it's live and you're hitting the bass drum and the guy's doing the sound and you just feel it.
1: I'd like to do something like, I've long lines, like see a white snake, a white like 80s drum sound, but something kind of like I've not done before, like you know Blossoms? Have you heard of the band Blossoms? It's quite in the charts now. Blossoms. Well, I can actually think of a song. Um, <laughs> Or something that's I kind, of, something that, something is kind of like modern. It's like a kind of a band, but it's kind of introduces a lot of. So one thing I used to personally hate was electronic stuff, but I li- I really like it now, and I wish okay. I could do it. Yeah. Churches. 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 So aye, churches. Thank you. Good example. Churches. Yeah. Yeah. But with that big 80s sound, if I can mash up genres, would be kind of something I've not done before because I've never. I can't do all the synthesizer stuff. I'd love to be able to do that, but with the big 80s sound, I think as you said the, the 80s are just the, the best like I I can't, I don't think there's any bad rock song in the 80s to be honest you know that No. <laughs> be careful what
0: you say
1: it's
0: the 80s music videos I like the best yeah. uh, it's got some sort of like sheer curtain blowing in the wind oh it's melodrama i it to you yeah it's well the, well, the <laughs> best
2: one it. the best video I've ever seen was, this has got to be Rick Astley's never going to get you up <laughs> Oh Ah, what a video.
0: So, how's it been, I mean, I know that because you've obviously been playing music for a while, you might be a bit different to another band starting out in Glasgow that doesn't have as many connections or know as many people, but how is it playing in Glasgow, kind of on the music scene? Is it quite easy to find lots of gigs that are happening, or does it kind of reach a saturation level where... (laughs) When we started
2: playing... This band, we still had a lot of connections from the old band, Mm -hmm. so it it was like starting a year in, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: with the connections that we had, the contacts we had, so that was good for getting the King Tut's gig, and there's a few other gigs that we've got through just messaging folk that we've...
0: So when you go about messaging? You just send out one big message to literally
1: everyone, or are you quite selective? You've got to do your homework. You've got yeah. to do. It's a bit like a job interview, uh, and this is what I encourage. So, if you're starting out, so we've been fortunate. We've had these contacts, and you know we're very grateful we've got them. But for King Tut's, for example, you can't just send the guys from DEF a blank email. You've got to look at the gigs that are on. Yeah. Do a bit of homework of who's playing. Give the promoter a bit of credit of we think you would put us on because we think it's a female-fronted singer who's the same sort of genre you couldn't send your your a a quest for a show to like a a a metal band or a jazz band (laughs) but for example what we did do in this time i I thought why not and it's such a good positive outcome from it we thought let's aim big because we knew Laura's situation where a few months time she'll be taking some much needed time off to mm-hmm. bring up our baba, <laughs> uh, we thought, let's give her a good send off if we can, so we went on to the Battlelands website and we thought, let's just look at who's playing yeah, and okay. let's just reach out to as many folks as we can, so we replied, that we sent out e- emails to bands of, it was the editors, the editors, nothing but fees, mm-hmm. uh, De and Las Vegas, yeah, okay. and out of these four, we heard back from editors. The management said we'll consider it. Eventually, they said, "Thank you, but well, thanks for being in touch. But you're okay." Yeah. But the one that came back quite far on was Glass Vegas. Mm-hmm. Now, in the end, you know we, we were chatting to and fro and just kind of sharing songs of them and the guys as well. And to the point where we maybe said, you know, you know, it's not official, but you might be in a situation where we might want to talk to you about a Berlin show. Yeah. And eventually. It turned out the guys were like the management of went for another act. However, let's keep in touch. And we had a show just a few weeks ago at the Hug and Paint and on our guest list we noticed someone uh I was it was, it was his girl the, the James Allen from Las Vegas' girlfriend. And we didn't recognise who it was, so we we had a bit of nosing to see. oh, this is quite cool, maybe this is someone new we've not seen before. Because what's been new for us is that there's been a lot of folk that we've never met before in life that are coming to our shows, which is pretty different for us at some And it turned out it was the singer, James, who is one of the nicest guys we've we've met, and it was bizarre. His girlfriend had been in touch, so they wanted to come to the show, and he came along, and even though we didn't get a chance to support him, after the show, we got a good sit down with him, chatting music and about at Las Vegas, because yeah. we went to see him at Tina Park about nine years ago or so, and yeah. it was just great. And you know what, it's it's things like that. And I don't think, I think maybe because we've had that experience of, you know, you've, we know who to reach out to and stuff as well. You do have those contacts, but the scene changes a lot. So a lot, even the, the venues and the bands we used to play yeah. with, the venues are shut, the bands are disbanded. Mm-hmm. So I think you do have your contacts, and I think you have a bit more technical savvy of being able to have the credentials. So if they to speak to Stephen, who yeah. he's played with and where we've played before, it's quite an impressive resume. But Graham and Laura, to a band, it's they're they're very much at ground you know square one, and we have to yeah. take we can't take for granted that. So we have yeah. to appreciate for Graham and Laura, there. I already been as Stephen said put a year ahead of 22 two years yeah. ahead of another band starting off but it changes a lot and I think you have to keep in touch and you have to respect that you're not going to get king touch shows all the time you're going to have yeah. to do but some of these gigs all the gigs that we've done in our own little rights have been fantastic
2: you've got to take rejection and move on yeah. don't get annoyed over it just apply for another show apply for another gig and Play just
1: everywhere. keep going and play everywhere you know that's the one thing you know and the guys who you mentioned who's Olivia uh we they they played with me. I first came across them. They played with me at my album launch, my solo project, yeah, that's one, that's one. and I remember thinking that they were probably the best act of the night there, to be perfectly honest. And they probably didn't deserve to be in an acoustic night, you know personally. So I thought, right, that's someone I'm going to go and see. Mm. And mean, we got together. I remember speaking to them, saying we've got a gig at King Tut's, but we don't know what's all happening. We should come along, and it's turned out there was a chance to our support slot, and we got them on the bill. And again, it's about. These guys were really, really nice. You know, I think impressions count. Yeah. And I remember them from that night and the really nice, hard-working folk. And then as a result, they came along with us, played at King Tut's. Mm-hmm. They got a great night. You know, they've, they've had some really good gigs after that as well, but we all remember them and yeah. we all remember the nights we had. So it's good impressions. So sometimes if you might play at a show where you might think, oh, well, is there like five folk in it? Is there 10 folk? or 100 folk? Mm-hmm. It's all about if you go and you just make a point and chat chatting to photo different bands. Because we're all guilty for it in the past. You used to just turn up and leave because you yeah. had to get trains and to go home yeah, and all yeah, that. It yeah. happens. But just like that, they had a few shows because I think Colette and the guys were quite new as a band. Yeah. And right away they were up King Tuts and they've done pretty well for themselves already as well, yeah, doing yeah. Their, own, their own right. I mean,
0: we were chatting to them last week and you're right, they are just lovely people. Yeah. <laughs> and I've No.
1: And, and <laughs> the contacts as well so Stephen, he um steven knows about the, an owner of a, a, a cracking little venue a pub down in barton and he put us on and he didn't charge us for a venue cost and mm. Stephen managed to get some great acts in the bill who we all knew and as a result of that as i said from the sets we've got here we got invited to, to the return leg to go and support them in glasgow at broadcast which is a great little venue so, you know, it's somewhere new for us and it's all about just keeping an open mind, play where you can and just enjoy it. And the thing as long as you enjoy it, don't mind where you play.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just it sounds
1: like a good role to play. On. That was great. <laughs> so we're gonna play another song from you. Uh I think uh I would like to play because that's one that I had to
0: listened to and it sounded maybe like just a little different to some of the other stuff that you do. Mhm. Uh the same it's from the same recording. Yes.
1: It's broadcast. We're going to play that. (laughs) So... certainly let me show it goes like that oh, yeah. I've yeah. just been watching that too hello colour kill the wee man but if you do that you can't get the key to the dungeon to save the princess kill <laughs> the <Man>. <laughs> kill the <laughs> that's a justice actually. <laughs> like. yeah
0: so Barry has some silly questions I believe yeah I've custom on some more So who does vary? He's given me another well idea I for a new one there. I don't need to answer the question. Pressure's off. One day you will, Kim. Don't get complacent. Maybe one day we'll have to interview each other. That'd be really exciting. It'd really strange. It'd just be all about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> and what else do we want? No. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions. And we call them silly questions, but they're
2: not silly. I like Actually, silly questions. Like, it's a fire. bit different from yeah, yeah. <laughs> the usual standard
0: questions Exactly. we have had the boring chat, yet. right? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't boring. <laughs> um, okay, so don't give it too much thought. Just kind
2: of... First thing that comes to your head. But
0: at the same time, it's not quick fire, so you can, you know, you take seconds. Yeah. We discuss it a little would you rather have to always sleep standing up, or never sit down again? Have to sleep standing up. Do you think?
2: Mm-hmm. I don't think I could sleep standing up.
0: But you wouldn't mm-hmm. notice that you were standing up when you were asleep, right? You'd fall over. How would you sleep, well, sleep standing up? Or oh, maybe you could build yourself up, like right?
1: Sure, there's <laughs> a caveat that you could actually lie down, because you said you couldn't sit down. Yeah. There's a caveat, uh. yeah. Mm-hmm. can't sit down. Well, exactly. I'm sure.
0: He has a little bit. So you're picking never sit down? Is that right, Jake? Yes. And you're no. picking
2: always? Always sleep standing up. Okay.
0: Because I quite like
2: to sit down. Yeah. Like you can lie down though. Aye, but how <laughs> do you get lying? <laughs> it. It's your
0: choice, it's your choice. <laughs> okay. What are your guys favourite Not cocktails,
2: mocktails. Mocktails. Yeah. I don't even know mocktails or cocktails. I just drink beer. Beer or cider or vodka, that's me. So
0: Shandy. (laughs) Yeah. A mocktail. Shandy. Well, it's not very good. I see it. No, but you can have Shandy from Tesco, but it isn't. Have you ever tried that? It's not alcohol-free. Bitter Shandy.
1: (laughs) Give me something kind of like a, a non-alcoholic woo-woo. Just kind of like okay, yeah, Vimto, yeah. lemonade, yeah, okay. a little bit of cordial or something like that there. Right, next it's time you use it in, is it getting shandy and
0: vimto? <laughs> 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 okay, can you touch your nose with your tongue? There, okay, I'll try and um, guys. No. no. Sure nope. The yeah. answer.
1: Nope. Okay. No. <laughs> can you? No. even
0: get Close that. time. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> uh, if you were on a desert island, right, and you can bring two
2: things, what
0: are they? It can
2: be anything, apart from a boat. Mm. Two things. A mattress. Ah, oh, good. good. <laughs> yeah. And my phone. Oh. Okay,
0: yeah.
2: With infinity charge. Right. <laughs> it so never runs out. What if
0: there's no reception, do you
2: still want your phone? Yeah, because i got music on it. I could yeah, listen to music for the rest days. of
1: my days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say. i have go say iPod because you can still listen to a lot of stuff without using your data up. Mm-hmm. So I'd say my iPod. Okay, and. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what about one of the really old iPods that you could like load films onto? And
0: oh,
1: I've, so got, so that, you it's you I've ones, got that, That's a classic. I've got that. And probably infinite bags of McCoy's crisps ah uh,
0: yes <laughs> <You> shout, <that laughs> all one flavour different
2: flavours oh you've got a different uh, you can't you get fed up I mean don't get me wrong I love I a steak I don't never but get fed up with the salt I um, do no, no. no.
0: Salt I'll salt
2: just live on fish and coconuts she lives <laughs> off just <laughs> coconuts and <laughs> fish from <laughs> the sea can't it beat that for still game <laughs> <laughs> alright
1: easy
0: one favourite colour
1: I've done this one before red Purple. Ooh,
2: purple's an
0: interesting one. Yes. The that, that means you're mysterious. Mm. Mm. Well, Ooh. no drama. <laughs> He's a drama. drama. <laughs> the right song is <laughs> <not that. laughs> Okay, favourite 90s hip-hop song? Boom. Oh. Backstreet's
2: Back. Yes. <laughs> yes. It Wasn't Me from Shaggy. Ah, oh, yeah. Was that 2000s, my That was 2001, mate. Was it? What's it? Oh, was that, oh. Was that, it? it? Was it actually? yeah. Oh. No Mm-hmm. So I would need to think You'd of another them one. On the border, isn't it? I've got a Maybe It doesn't though.
0: have to be hip hop. Yeah, just kinda like popular
2: Gangster's know. Paradise. Ah yeah. Do you know that
0: was originally a Stevie Winter song? Where is it, was it? Called Pastor's Paradise. <laughs> is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> and they
1: changed it. Living in a pastor's Paradise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really good. Uh, okay. This is the one that Kim inspired fly or a fly on the wall at any event in all of
1: history, what would it be? What came first, a chicken or the egg?
0: Oh,
2: no. yes. That's a crap answer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know if that would be very interesting. No.
2: But. For me, it would have to be Queen's Wembley show. Oh, good yeah. The yes. live one, the yes. DVD. That yeah. was just ready standing there for 10 minutes just going, Dio!
0: yeah And the crowd
2: talking back, "Dale."
0: Yeah, it and end, and end. it's just
2: calling response for the crowd and it's amazing.
0: That'll
2: be you one day. One of Did the best front men ever. Oh, yeah. Probably the best.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll go for a non-music one, I'd like to see how the dinosaurs ended. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. see the destruction up Is
1: there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite weird.
0: Oh. I'd like
1: to I'd like to be there on the day that
0: the fish, like... Came in the water. Got oh right way. to the point where it was crawling out. Like the first birds crawl out onto <laughs> land like that. Yeah. That'd be weird. That's <laughs> good. There's so many more woods here.
1: But the Queen one's always... Uh, everyone says the Queen one, including mm-hmm. Wembley.
0: Mm.
1: My stepdad was at that. He's actually in the, d- the he was When they filmed the DVD night, he was at Wembley.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Mm. Your dad was at uh, Nedworth. Yeah, he went in the birth to see Queen that was a last show, Thunder, that was Alice Cooper. <laughs>
0: wow.
2: Which, it was quite a good line-up that day. <laughs> really good line-up. Quite good, you
0: know. It's Just a modern really good line Another question.
2: Oh, would you, I don't know, would you class Jack the Ripper? No, he
0: was real, would he? Well,
2: maybe, maybe not. Okay,
0: you can have that. Yes. (laughs) Favorite
2: story of what's folklore? Like folklore, myths, gods, and goddesses,
0: fairies, I don't know i yeah, love anything.
1: i love a good myth about banshees banshees yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: they used to have a we from the barton you used to get told about the white lady from overton house oh yeah. and you never went up there after the night time even now, i wouldn't do it it's no. a lovely lovely old hostel and most of our from our generations our parents were born in there.
4: oh okay and it's
1: a nice old fact it's now done up in a pastor's Used to speak a pastor's paradise he's bought over and it was actually converted and <laughs> the it's like some american church yeah, but they take in women who've been a domestic abuse and they've got nice big fancy rooms and can, cafes fantastic they open up to the public but also a ghost but it's you might have actually seen it it's the dog bridge where all the dogs jump off the bridge <sighs> and kill themselves yeah Yay. that's all. Or, that's Orton an so and that's where, the white, that's where the white ladies meant to be and I remember Yay. being told that that's a sort of a folklore story but I
2: used to always think Yay. if you went up there at night time you wouldn't dare go up because I did go up at night time once and I think it was me and Ian we were at his, and we thought, right, we'll just take a walk up to Overton, and it was about 7 o'clock at night, but it was Christmas time, so it was dark,
3: mm.
2: it was really dark at this point, and we went up, and as we were walking across the bridge, he just, it was like a shadow in the window, and it was like, oh, that's weird. But I don't know if it was Sunday, yeah. or whatever it was, but it was just something there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> a special Halloween show, Kim. We should, we should do a Halloween
1: show. Like an episode. Like a Halloween. Get okay, everyone's episode, episode. stories. Oh no, I couldn't do that. I would no. I would
0: be I'd be terrible. Okay, don't <Yeah. okay>. be <laughs> on the I don't have people's stories but oh, I think I stuck. Oh yeah,
2: we're meeting it. You're up to the the one up beside Lennox time? That scary? Oh place. yeah, yeah. <laughs> next to Celtic Football Club's training ground, mm. uh-huh. there's a old asylum, mental asylum, and it's mm. it's really, it's it's old, no, it's deserted, abandoned, nobody's in it, uh-huh. and when you go into it, you need to park about a mile down the road because the gate's closed, yeah. and then you walk right up to it, and as soon as you walk in the front door, there's beds. There's equipment everywhere. Oh, it's completely just abandoned. It's as if one day they went by and gone, <laughs> and they left everything. I you know. You just walk in. And there's beds all the way up the dorm, and it's just terrifying.
0: We should do it from there. From the other mansion. I Just
4: have us screaming the whole time. Yeah, we'll have to film it as well. Yes. We'll see if
1: there's any
0: One hundred percent up
1: for that I'll watch from comfort my old living in, thank you <laughs> kind of Aye. Aye.
0: <laughs> no thanks so much for coming in guys that's been yeah. fascinating thanks for, thanks for, thanks for having to us hear some of your music exactly for not yet heard um, thank
2: you very much for having us yeah. been
0: mm-hmm. fun, you? Um, whenever you have gigs and stuff let us know mm-hmm. um, how do we find yeah. out so for anyone who wants to find out more how do we go and find out more about your band or what's coming up next
2: facebook mainly that's yeah. what we use, that's our main source of social getting people <laughs> to know. Interwebbing. <Android-ing>. Yeah, <laughs> okay. so we use Twitter as well, but mainly uh, as Facebook. Okay. Facebook is where you'll get songs, where you'll get tickets. Tickets. Although we do do our own online tickets from Big Cartel. But it's not mm-hmm. on the Facebook. Order, so everything. you can go online and buy tickets now, which is new for us. We've mm-hmm. never done that before, okay. and it's going quite well. We have got a lot of tickets bought online, which yeah. is. It's great. I'm guessing it's it's a lot easier for people than having to come to us to get tickets, or yeah. we go to them to get yeah. tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh,
1: so again, the good thing about us on Facebook is that we're only band to date called Red Hearted Vibrations. So great. if you great. search, great. if you search
2: it, you will find us. And there's <laughs> actually a the band good. from. Where was it? Is it Butte? Butte, the Isle of Butte. Uh-huh. And they're called Red Hearted Vibes. Oh That's no. too close. Right? Um, it. And it was, honestly, I, I, I was looking through the programme of the Isle of Butte Festival <laughs> and i seen it and I went, <laughs> we're <laughs> not playing. <What's laughs> it? Oh, I she was like, guys, were we booked to the play? I, I looked it up on Facebook and, yeah, and their actual, their symbol for their, photo is a heart with RHV in the middle oh and we're like no uh, way
0: wow so did they Did they, were
2: they they've, they've had it f- they've uh, been a band for about three years so they had it first okay. they're sports so they've not they've got I don't know the if way. they got it from the same area we got it because we get the well I don't want to take the credit but oh, sure. it was get me that the picked out the, the ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because <a> <laughs> it's Idlewild's Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah, band yeah, Idlewild, yeah. they've got a song called Scottish got fic- uh, a remote fiction. part, and in it there's a poem called Scottish Fiction, done by okay. Edwin Morgan, mm-hmm. and in the, the second verse of that poem, as uh,
1: what does it say? It isn't in the. It's a cold. It isn't in the It's something they mist. It's a cold hearty
2: vibration. Uh, it's a, no, it's a it's red a hearted vibration. vibration, and that's where I picked right. that out and went, that's and it. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: So we got that but again it's different from vibes it's vibrations mm-hmm. if you put it into spotify we've got a nice little spotify account up there now we've yeah, got agree, in yeah. instagram my brother graham's new to instagram and he loves it so <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's he's a young one well he likes it so the other day we were getting set down and he says can you take my picture next to the Dumbarton football sign we're playing at the football club and he had a big cheesy grin he was like put that on the, the instagram so up he went yeah, uh, yeah that's what you need. And you'll find us all, uh, we're always chatting away, you know, we've got uh, SoundCloud, all that good stuff as well, iTunes, we're there, uh, and we're always happy to forward the messages and we we'll take yeah. g- take gigs, considerations for all, we're
2: maybe going to have a few months off, we're going to be surprised, just reach out to us. Probably take time off till just after New Year when Laura's baby's ready to be born. <laughs> yeah. um, She's a trooper, Laura. She's. Uh, she she basically wants to, as soon as the baby's due, she wants to come back into the studio wow. straight away. But we'll see what happens because it can. It'll be t- quite tough for her. So we'll, we'll not question. say a dead certain date. Yeah. We'll, we'll just we'll say. Be we'll be around. in the we'll new year. Everyone, We're <laughs> going where we are. We've got. <laughs> in we've the new year.
1: We start the good sign to you know when a band's not going anywhere really is that when they know that's writing new stuff and we are yeah and it's going back to kind of like where we were when laura was wasn't really in the band just now so we're going to go back and if the three of us have to write when laura's obviously resting up mm-hmm. it's good for us to kind of get the structure in place so when she comes back she can pick it up yeah but uh, we might have a few like maybe like, you know, a couple of sessions or the thing of facebook live now you can do facebook live sessions so mm-hmm. yeah and recording wise we're going to be doing that so you can find us on the Facebook and we're always happy for folk to say hi and people get involved and stuff too so we'll be back we'll we'll be back just looking forward to it
0: we'll we'll post for anyone listening we'll post all the links in the podcast episode so you can have a look and thanks again so much for coming
2: on thank you you (laughs) cheers thank you very much
0: we'll have another show coming at you ASAP we have another show our next show we're talking to Candy Fee who is a musician from Edinburgh not still she She's well. coming in <laughs> 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 Yeah, get right. ready for that. It's gonna be good fun. Yeah goodbye
2: everybody.
4: Goodbye. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Goodbye.
3: Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>